You're listening to the Premier Podcast Network. Welcome to the pinnacle of wrestling entertainment, Premier Streaming Network. Join us at watchonpremier.com to unlock the ultimate wrestling experience, curated to perfection. Immerse yourself in the spectacular world of wrestling history, where classic battles and unforgettable moments are at your fingertips. Join us today and experience the epitome of curated wrestling content, because when it comes to wrestling entertainment, Premier sets the standard. Be Premier. This is the MLW Radio Network. This is the Mind of the Meanie. Here are your hosts, the Blue Meanie and Adam Barnard. Peace world and welcome everybody to the Mind of the Meanie, your weekly peek into the world according to former WWE superstar and ECW original, the Blue Meanie. We cover wrestling, music, movies, sports, and lots and lots of useless knowledge all contained in the Mind of the Meanie. I'm your tour guide, Adam Barnard, and he is the Blue Meanie. Meanie, what's on your mind? Hi. Anxiety. Uh, I don't know the rest of the words. High anxiety from the Mel uh, Brooks movie called High Anxiety. Yes. Yes. Uh, as of this recording, uh, February 11th, 2023, it is the day before the Super Bowl. Uh, this is dropping the morning after the Super Bowl. So I'm either really happy or really fucking bleh. I don't know, man. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's tough, man. It's tough on a call because it's like I wanna yeah. I wanna be excited, but I know that like future me may not be excited. So I'm trying yeah. to like couch it where it's like approach this like, hey, let's talk about the Super Bowl coming up and we could talk about it in terms that'll be evergreen, but I'm also like, fuck, I want to see the Eagles win. So absolutely, but um, can't call it. Yeah. 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 It's just, uh, I'm optimistic, but I also don't want to be overly cocky about it and be the mush and be the jinx. The mush. Oh my God. That's a Bronx tale reference. I fucking love it. Thank you. Appreciate you. I don't want to, I don't want to sound like a Cowboys fan. That's what I'm trying to say. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I want to be a jerk off. Put him in the fucking closet. I can't look at him while he's fucking standing here. In the bathroom. <laughs> That's right. Put him in the fucking bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> Love that flick, man. Well, listen, I got to do this at the top of the program here just to get us started for the show. Fucking gang day. Gang birds. Yep. That's right. Tomorrow, y'all. Tomorrow. I- like the reverse thing because I'm like cropped out of the photos. <laughs> That's what I was doing when you were doing high anxiety. I was like, no one can see me. So I'm in here going like this. I'm like, what the fuck are you doing, uh, man? Yeah. Yeah, of Dickhead. It's the Super Bowl, fucking dickhead. Let's see. I, I got to pull that up from Angel, too. Shout out to Angel Azevedo, man. He's always sending me quality shit, dude. He's always just doing something insane with this stuff. Um, He just. Mind me. Yo, it's the mind of the meanie, dickhead. Fucking dickhead. Here it is. Got it. It's the Philly thing. Super Bowl champs, you fucking dickhead. <laughs> I gotta get him to do that. Yeah, it's the mind of the meanie, you fucking dickhead. I was watching... Um, there's a guy, uh, <laughs> I, 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 should, I should shout him out anyway. He calls himself the Phillies ca- Philly, the Philly captain. And uh, he goes to all the sports events and walks around. Like he was walking around the uh, San Francisco game uh, in the parking lot the whole time, and just capturing all this great stuff. And, you know, after the Eagles beat the 49ers and people are leaving and they're like, yeah, get out of here, dickhead. <laughs> no, Super Bowls. no, yeah, no, you stay here, dickhead. <laughs> 49ers fan. Yeah, right. Fucking like, dickheads. There's, 
yeah, there's some video. He was wearing a BWO shirt. I was like, ah, oh, that's pretty fucking cool. But he's got he's he's got a pretty big following on YouTube. So uh, check out the Philly Captain on uh, YouTube. But uh, yeah, and he was talking, and it's like <laughs> teenage girls like we're going to the Super Bowl, dickhead. <laughs> she just called me a dickhead. No, he's going to San Francisco, people, dickheads. <laughs> dickhead is such a it's. It's a Philly thing. I mean, everybody says dickhead, but right with the accent and everything, that's oh, fucking dickhead. Yeah, it's just it's so much more like aggressive when it's coming from somebody from Philadelphia. You know, like it's just that's, so it's so much more like it's like like it's almost feels like a slur. <laughs> it just is like it's just so aggressive and so nasty when it comes from some, some someone like us. Um, yeah, now I fucking actually- love it, man. Yeah, you fucking dickhead. You fucking dickheads. I'm gonna actually I think that uh that sweatshirt is still for sale. So I'm gonna find a link and I'm gonna post it in the uh oh here it is. I think it's still up. Let me see. Yeah, here it is. I'm gonna post it in the uh <laughs> in the Patreon for all of y'all. Go to patreon.com uh slash mind of the meaning and sign up today and you can watch us laugh and do funny shit in the green room, which is what we were talking about. Uh we were supposed to go to a Super Bowl party tomorrow with the kids, and uh one of the kids in the neighborhood's got the stomach bug. And uh, so we're going to hang tight. We're probably going to order some pizza and, and some Doritos, make it easy for the kids. But yeah. Uh, yeah. What are you doing tomorrow? Uh, everybody expects me to say McCuskers, but um, last time I watched the Super Eagles in the Super Bowl, I went to my buddy Donnie's house. Uh, he's a, like a block away from uh, Broad and Chunk. But Donnie and Bev, uh, I've talked about plenty of times on the, on the show. Good uh, friends of me and Mrs. Meanies, and uh, yeah, we're gonna go over there. Uh, I'm gonna sit in the same fucking seat. I'm just gonna fucking sit in the same position. <laughs> Get your iced tea uh, bottle ready, right? Oh, then uh, hopefully, hopefully, have a reason to go to Broad Street. Yes, yes, yeah, um, yeah. This uh, the stomach bug is nasty, man. Um, uh, I'm not really. I'm like hopeful because they were playing. My kids, my boys were playing with the boy who's sick right now. And I'm like, Oh fuck. I hope that's the last thing I fucking need is a goddamn stomach bug right now. I don't yeah. even, I don't even have time to take off of work. So <laughs> I'm just fucking like, no, thank you, man. No, thank you. You know, there's always a good call, case for, uh, you know, a good cause for a good case of diarrhea every now and then, if you want to lose some weight, yeah. but yeah. getting that, getting that thing underneath here, the jowl again, I'm still working out, but like, I feel buff, like my muscles are coming back, but there's still this like, Delco jowlage going on that I call it because I have the Delco in my jeans. So, yeah. you know, I'm really trying hard to get rid of it. But if good kids diarrhea, man, get clear you out like 15 pounds. I'm good with it. Fun fact. Did you know that uh, diarrhea is her- hereditary? I was not aware of that. Yeah, it runs in your jeans. <laughs> uh, <laughs> it's the shits. I can't even take credit for that because... <laughs> He misses me about watching the the Last of Us, and the girl got a, a joke book of puns, oh. and she she was fucking nailing them. It was fucking great. But uh, how is that show? I've heard a lot of really great things about it. Really good. Yeah. I try not to tell people I watch it because then people I've learned anything I've learned from watching Walking Dead and Game of Thrones. Have those assholes who like to yell out spoilers. Mm. They've see, read the books. And Last of Us is based on a video game, and uh, Mrs. Meany played the game a lot, so she kind of knows what's going on and what's. And she's kind of she's my tour guide. Yep. And uh, so, like, I try to stay away from mentioning it on social media because then somebody's like, "Oh, wait until you see," and that's like, "Ah, oh, I don't want to see it because right. you just spoiled it." Right. You're right. I was going to try watch. I wanted to watch the new Game of Thrones show. Yeah, and um, I was just about to get caught. Yeah, you know, I didn't watch it. I was going to binge it, and then somebody fucking said, "Yeah," and then such and such, blah 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 blah. I was like, "Well, no, I don't need to see it." Yeah. <laughs> Thanks. Thanks, dickhead. Oh, it's a matter. I'm allowed to say that. I was like, "Yeah, you're allowed to say it, but be considerate. Don't fucking spoil it." Right. Like, you of know? course you're allowed to fucking say it, but like be respectful of other people's positions that they haven't seen it yet. Yeah, he's one of those guys. I, I got the right to say, it. hey, you have the right to say a lot of things, but be courteous, dickhead. Yeah. 
be, that might be the name of the show. It was be courteous dickhead. And in parentheses, go birds. Write, write it down. Yeah, I'll right. do it right now. Yep. Oh, we don't know. Uh, what we're going to say for the name of the show. Yeah. I'll be, t- yeah. yeah, literally I'll be texting you. I'll be like, Oh, uh, Hey, Minnie, do you remember what we were going to call this episode this week? Be like, uh, nope. Got to go back through. Carl will find it. Um, yes. So, uh, I think the Eagles will win. Yeah. My, uh, I'm just going to say it right now. Eagles. 34. Chiefs 21. I'm going to go with Eagles 118 and the Chiefs zero, um, as is in scripture. So, dude, it happens. <laughs> My stomach will be so relieved. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, I'm like nervous little farts throughout the day. Like, oh, oh you know, this. I'm, I'm going to be texting you, yo, cousins, all day tomorrow, man. It's going to be like all afternoon while the game's going on. Uh, Travis from the it's fucking game day. Now I'm going to do it again. We got to we got to run it back. We got to run it back, Pod Squad. We're going to do it again. Now fuck it up. We'll do it live. <laughs> fucking game day. Game bird. Like the fact that it's the fact that it's like that's literally every person that I've ever met in South Philly. Like yeah. in Northeast Philadelphia, I mean, like it's literally every and John the Baptist, too. Y'all know John the Baptist. You ever see that one? The fucking yeah. monk. I don't know if any of the pod squad knows what I'm talking about, but I'm looking it up right now. Um, yeah, we, we got to bring uh, the non-Philadelphians up to speed. Yeah, so there was a painting that somebody found from, uh, I don't it's a, some kind of monk, and it literally looks like every person I've ever seen at Rial's, Donald Cotman. And I know exactly what you're talking about, yeah. <laughs> you know exactly what I mean, too. And we saw it, we were like, holy Santa Claus shit. He's got a, yeah. he's got a judge sweatshirt on, he's got the basketball shorts, He's standing outside. Yo, Cuzzy. Yo, can you yep. let me hit me with a Steezo before Friday? Everyone. He got the bowl cut. <laughs> that shitty bowl cut. <laughs> that shitty Philly fucking bowl cut that looks looks like a fucking monk on the top of her head. Yeah. Oh, yeah. man. Every it looks person. Like, that haircut looks like a prank. Yeah. <laughs> It's like someone took one of those, like, you know the things that you have on your burners in the stove with the hole yeah. in the middle? It looks like they put yeah. that on their head and fucking cut around. They're like, yeah, dude, that's the fucking shit right there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, cuz you totally don't look like a dickhead. <laughs> I laughed. I literally laughed so fucking hard when I saw that come out. I was like, this is the most. And, like, it's such a fucking Philadelphia thing that, like, you have to live here and have gone to the bars in the city to know that, like, this dude is probably in some photos I have somewhere from, from Reals or fucking Out of Whack Jacks. And, and you know that if you take a step, if you pan down, he's got socks and sliders on. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, he does, man. You know it. Sliders. Uh-huh. Yep. Socks and sandals. Oh, it doesn't, and it doesn't matter the time of year either. It could be fucking 10 degrees outside. The homie's in a fucking Father Judge sweatshirt, a pair of basketball shorts, and the black socks and the sliders. Like, just it, that's his fucking outfit. That grosses me out. Yeah. Like, the, what, the socks. Like, what if you're wearing your, like, I hate walking down, the, you know, the hall. Or somewhere in my socks, and you find that random wet spot on the floor, and then you got a wet sock. Yeah. Imagine being outside wearing socks and sandals, and it starts raining. Oh. And then you got wet fucking sock toes. Get the fuck out of here. But also walking in Philadelphia with socks just exposed like that. Yeah. Like, come on. In and, fucking and, Philly? In February? And my my, my socks wouldn't fucking match. <laughs> <laughs> got an ankle sock and one big tube sock that goes all the way up to your knee. <laughs> yeah, like metal lark lemon from the fucking globe trotters. <laughs> Travis says, "Walked into the barber shop and give me said, give me the shemp." <laughs> Even shemp is like cuts. That's out of line. That's out of line. The shemp. That's, That's out of line. Again. <laughs> That's such a specific reference that I just love so much. Oh, my God. It's so good, man. Yeah, Google John the Baptist. There are so many just everything, every freaking meme I've ever seen about it is just 
just uncomfortably spot on. And it's so yeah. good, man. It's just so fucking funny. It's one of the things I love about the internet. There's yeah. things I, I despise about the internet, but there's stuff, shit like that. I love yeah. about the internet. Yeah. So yeah. we should see if we could do a fucking t-shirt. John the Baptist with a meanie. <laughs> oh. oh my God. It's so good. Wearing a BWO shirt, dude. So oh. fucking Schlichter. Let's try to do that, man. Fucking John the Baptist with a BWO shirt on. That would be fucking hilarious. Or not. <laughs> yeah, you don't want Jimmy to have the fucking shirt on? Oh, my God. That's, That's good stuff. Uh, Travis also said, too, now that we're fucking done laughing here, uh, Travis said either Meanie or Richard Christie's going to be really happy by the time this episode airs. So, yeah. We'll see, man. I went, to, uh, I went to the Giants game and the Chiefs. I mean, uh, Giants and 49ers tailgate and met up with Richard Christie. And uh, he's a Chiefs fan, and his wife is an Eagles fan. So uh, that's going to be an interesting uh, viewing party. But, um, yeah, Wolfie was down there from the Stern Show. He's walking around in the Eagles helmet with the face mask removed. It's fucking great. <laughs> uh, Richard has a bet with Will. From the Stern Show, mm-hmm. so if the uh, Eagles win, or hold on, yeah, if the Eagles win, uh, Richard Christie has to wipe Will's ass with his Chiefs jersey. <laughs> oh man! And if the Chiefs win, Will has to wipe Richard's ass with his Brian Brian Dawkins jersey. Mm. Oh God! And Stern, yeah, right Stern's gonna love that shit. Oh, you know, it's going to be fucking nasty. Just like, oh, white? Nope. You know? <laughs> well, no, and Richard, he, he's going to let that, he's going to let his ass marinate for a couple of days before they get that fucking done, man. Oh, yeah. He's, oh. Not, God. he's a, he's a, he's a country man. Yes. Yes. That's my favorite. <laughs> hey, shout out to Richard Christie, friend of the show. Fucking love him, man. <laughs> Pum pum pum. <laughs> Go sing it on the mountain. <laughs> I just hey, love. Thanks to Richard Christie, I've been in, I've, I've been mentioned in two prank phone calls on the Howard Stern show. That's one so by God given name, and one by my work name. Gave you his work great. your work name and your shoot name. I love it. Yeah, they uh, they they uh, were prank. They were breaking uh, Riley Martin's balls. And uh, they were having him uh, do a, a an appreciation shout out thing, and they were making up so many like goofy names that they had to throw in like real names. <laughs> like, like, uh, Hugh Janus, uh, you know. So instead of you know him saying all the stuff like the Bart Simpson type stuff, they're like Brian Heffron in the mailroom. So, and then uh, he called into a internet wrestling talk show and. Uh, and just start like listing off names in alphabetical orders. Like, you know, back then it was all about the wrestling and, you know, you know, B Brian Blair, blue meanie or whatever it is. Just So thanks to Richard Christie. I've been mentioned on the Stern show twice. That's in the two pretty epic fucking prank phone calls. Fucking legendary, dude. I love it. Absolutely love it, man. Yeah. What else is going on in the world of, of the blue meanie? Blue, if you will, his friend Dave LaGreca referred to you. And now my brother only calls you blue now because he heard that and he was like, that's, that's what we call him, right? I said, of course. Of course is what we call him. Big rib. Um, <laughs> I love that Bubba jumped in and went, blue? <laughs> You're calling him blue? That's yeah. great, man. But, uh... Nothing else is going on. Uh, I had a really good uh, weekend last weekend. Shout out to the folks who run Baltimore Celebrity Fest, Celeb mm. Fest. Yeah. Celeb. Went down there, uh, had an amazing time. Um, what's it called? Uh, you know, it was, uh, I had to get up at like some ungodly hour. I would drive to Baltimore to make sure I got there at uh, 9 a.m. But, um, it was worth it. It was worth it. You know, uh, yeah, I, yeah, I sat next to, uh, Trevor Murdoch, Bushwhacker Luke, 
saw so many, I saw, you know, Scott Steiner, saw my, uh, one of my, uh, students, Steve Macklin, he was there. There are a whole bunch of names there. Sam Mann was there. Shane Douglas was there. Rick Flair was there. DDP. But, uh, the event was amazing. It used to be in this hotel in this like, uh, convention room, like, uh, like a banquet room. Mm-hmm. They moved it to this huge agricultural center and, uh, it was really well done, That's you know, cool. cause it's everybody's like spread out. You weren't on top of each other. You, you know, didn't feel like claustrophobic. So it was a really good time. Baltimore celeb fest. They have another one in May. Unfortunately, I won't be able to do that because we'll be out of country on my birthday. Nice. Uh, May 21st, but still, you know, check them out. I'll probably be on the next one, but, uh, yeah, May, uh, May 8th. Well, we, we're leaving for Ireland. May 17th, and we're going to land on my birthday. We're going to Ireland for um, my 50th. Nice. It feels weird to say. It's I, don't, 50, I, don't, I don't feel 50. 50 this year. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. I'll be 50 May 18th. But, uh, yeah, uh, Mrs. Meany uh, has been planning it, and uh, it's going to be fun. Yeah. It's going to be fun. We're doing a... Um, a mountain pub tour where uh, I just hop on a bus and we go through the mountains and stop at like a bunch of different local pubs. So you're not just downtown doing the touristy thing. Yeah. And then uh, we'll have a day to chill and then we'll have, we're going on a uh, nine hour game of Thrones tour. Nice. Which uh, is awesome. Again, they pick you up in <clears throat> downtown Dublin, drive you to Northern Ireland and uh, you get to get, visit all the exterior, like, scenes like the castles and, the you know, beaches and stuff like that. So, very exciting. That's cool, man. That's cool. Do. Yeah. So, it, it'll be a lot of fun. And, um, yeah, that's in May, which mm. I can't believe. I can't believe it's February. Yeah. Already, February 11th. If, it feels like we just turned February. It's February 11th. And before you know it, it'd be fucking... I, well, the one thing I've been noticing is the sun's been out a little bit Thank later. God. Thank God. Day. Yeah. When that sun goes down at four o'clock, it's fucking depression city. It's like, fuck this shit. Yeah, dude. Yeah, dude. I can't fucking handle that shit. Walk into the sun- train, man, after work, leaving the office at like, cause my, yeah, I take very trains leaving at like five o'clock and it was dark as shit. I'm like, what the fuck is going on here? Like, why is this is not okay? Yeah. Not good for my mental health, pal. Yeah, no, so, uh, yeah, with the sun staying now a little bit longer, it's going to be awesome. Like, over in Ireland, like, uh, shit, I went to, I went to England one time for wrestling. Like, you're, you're so far, far more north that, like, the sun's out to, like, 9, 30, 10 o'clock at night. Yeah. So, that's pretty cool. Um, but, yeah, yeah, I'm looking forward to this. Have you, um, had, do you feel weird about being 50 or getting old? It doesn't, I don't feel 50. Yeah. Until it left, I don't feel it. You know, physically I'm good, but like, you know, I've had aches and pains since my twenties because of wrestling. Right. You know, so it's just whatever natural aches or pains that come along with turning 50. Um, uh, I haven't noticed anything really that much different, you know? Yeah. It just maybe my knees are a little bit like it takes me a little bit longer to get up. You know, like if I kneel down to pick up something, it's like, oh, shit. <laughs> we grab this counter here, you know, and uh, but other than that, I'm, I'm pretty good. I'm pretty good. The frequency of urinating. Has that gotten worse as you've gotten older? Because I hear that a lot from people like my dad used to be like, oh, I just get up and piss all the time. <laughs> like once I turn 40, I'm like, OK. Ah, I'm good. <laughs> then, again, I, then again, I drink a lot of water. Yeah. You know? So, you know, I always try to drink somewhat close to a gallon of water a day, you know, if I can. And now I'm, uh, I've been drinking this stuff called kombucha. Oh yeah. Uh, it's, it's so weird how shit works. I started buying it, this stuff called health aid. Mm. Kombucha, and now like there's ads for it everywhere. I'm like, are they listening? You know, <laughs> they definitely are. They're definitely listening to us through these for sure. Yeah. I see. You know, the shop right in, uh, Audi has it. it's health aid kombucha. Uh, I get like, it's called 
pink lady apple. I don't know what the fuck that means, but it's delicious. Yeah. And uh, I drink it. It's got probiotics in it. So I've been trying to take the the probiotics and, uh, you know, since uh, I've been drinking it, I've, uh, I've been shitting bridge cable. Um, <laughs> shitting bridge cable. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. My God. <laughs> I went uh, I went from making khaki lassos to bridge cable. You know, just... khaki lassos. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just picturing giant fucking bridge cables, and I'm like, wow, that's fucking nasty, man. That's uh, that's something. Yeah. Well, that's why WWE. Uh, there's the, this legendary story that um, WWE was going to switch the rings over to cable rope instead of rope rope. So whoever ordered a cable ordered the wrong kind of cable and, and they brought like a truck, a, a 18 wheeler of bridge cable oh, no. to the warehouse. And then he's like swore off fucking cable and went back to the ropes. So, mm. Well, he didn't leave the ropes, but he was like, wow, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, just, uh, I've been trying to, you know, now that I'm getting older. I want to check, you know, keep up on my, my gut health. Yeah. As I, uh, I, I try. I I bit and and bought, you know uh, marked out for an ad for a zoo poo. Tried that. You know you take. You're supposed to take two capsules before bed. Drink a lot of water. And it's supposed to be like you know to help clear all that. You know the sh- literally clear the shit out of you. Yeah. Like everything that's, that's clinging to your side, like uh, Sylvester Stallone and Cliffhanger. You know just. Yeah. Uh, you're supposed to grab it and just pull it out. That worked pretty good. I did that for like two weeks, and uh, I've been doing the kombucha thing with the probiotics, and I, I feel better. That's good. Uh, I feel good. Yeah. So, yeah, just getting older, just trying to do things a little bit wider, and not trying to go overboard. Right. Um, trying to be quiet about it, because anytime I get in a health kick and start talking about it, there's always that one person, and like, you're just like, oh. Why did I say anything? Right. I was on a, I was on a health kick, you know, a couple of years ago and then somebody said something and it just fucking derailed me mentally. And I was just, you know, what the fuck? Yeah. So, you know, uh, just uh, try and do what I gotta do to, uh, add a couple of years. That's a shame though, that somebody made you feel that way though. That's not, that's not, Oh yeah, that's not, there's always somebody who's a booger, you know, just, (laughs) It's a complete fucking bugger, and you're just like, oh, yeah. That's why it's it, it, you know, what the shame of it is. Like, I'm I'm starting to feel like I need to be more and more closed off and just not share as much because you know, just people just want to argue and fucking say shit, and it's just like now when I talk with this, you know, like I get around certain people, it's just like I turn, I put, I. It's like I'm having a deposition where I get yeah, yeah. with the least amount of details just to uh, get through it. Oh, yep. Sure. Yeah. Great. Yeah, it is. Yeah. yeah. Well, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Sure. Uh-huh. Yeah. Great. Maybe. I don't know. I yeah. uh, I had a similar situation, man. I was, uh, I guess it was about two years ago now. It'll be two years this summer. We had come back from Pittsburgh and we were at, um, <clears throat> I won't say where. But the person who know who may be listening knows what he did. And uh, he took a shot at me about my weight. And, you know, I was, I've shared them before on the show. I had, I've been struggling with my weight my entire life. And I was, right. in the, I was in the best shape of my life. And, and in 20, like right when 2020 hit and the pandemic hit and my mental health took a hit and I couldn't go to the gym. And unfortunately I put some weight back on and uh, I think it was, yeah, it was 2021. And we came out and he was like, oh man, he's like, would you find all that weight? The pandemic, did you find all that weight you lost? And I looked at him, I was just like, what? Are you kidding me right now? He's like, oh, I I lost weight. I don't have anybody who who gained weight. And I like, I was sort of just like, you know, and I already like started to get back into my workout program because the gyms were opening again. And like, I was really trying to focus hard and like really get after it. And it really like, it derailed me for several months. And I was like, I was just like, I can't, you know, because you're in that space, you know, you're in that head trying to get out of your head and trying to be like, yeah, I'm going to do this. I'm going to get after it. I'm going to do what I need to do. And then some fucking prick says something stupid to you. And you're just like, it just throws you off completely. And it's not okay. 
and I just I was so frustrated. So I'm sorry that happened to you, man. That's that must be uh, that must be uncomfortable. That must be frustrating. But yeah, it sucks. What are you gonna do? Um, but yeah, yeah, um, I'm at the place where it's it's like it's one thing if somebody tells me to lose weight, but I need to figure it out on my own and want to do it. Right. There's things you know people try to push on me, and I'm like, if you just let me fucking do it on my own, like. Like, ah, oh, you need to lose weight. Ah, oh, you need to do that. You need to leave me the fuck alone right, right now. Uh, that's just how I am. Yeah. You know, I'm a, I'm a, I'm opposite day, man. <laughs> if you, you, you get on me about one thing, you know, it's just going to fucking. Yeah. Sure. I'll do the opposite. So it's just like, uh, yeah, I, I, I would rather find something on my own and be feel accomplished that I did something on my own. Right. And somebody, it's not that, you know, somebody, I'm not for, I'm not anti encouragement. I'm anti, you know, bullying me, bullying into doing it. You right. know, like, right. Somebody bullies you into doing the something, you know, or, you know, but like if somebody goes, you know, ah, man, you look horrible. You need to lose weight. Or if somebody goes, hey, man, you're looking good. You're losing weight. You know, that might trigger a thing. Oh, well, maybe I am. Maybe I should keep it up, you know? Right. It's all in the approach. Well, yeah. Mm. And, you know, I was talking to Brian Myers about it the other day. Uh, I had, he was on the wrestling hour as a quick uh, blip. Uh, they're doing an event today at WrestlePro. And we were, he was, it just like very briefly came up about some of the things that people had said to him at, at conventions. And I said to him, I was like, yeah, I've been to a couple conventions with Meany. And like, I can't believe sometimes overhearing the things that people say. I find it jarring to think about people coming up to you and saying, making commentary about like your weight. Or, like, something. Like, I just, I guess for me, like, the level of, like, tact and, and the lack of tact, really, or the, the lack of, like, social approach is, like, I don't know. It just, it comes off, and it's, like, I know we've talked about it before, too, but it's just, like, what possesses, uh, the point I'm getting to is, what possesses somebody to say something like that? Like, you don't know Meanie as a person. You know what I mean? Like, you don't, you know him from television. You know him from the wrestling world. You don't know Brian Myers from anywhere else. You know him from wrestling. And, like, what makes you think it's okay to come up and say something like that to somebody? I don't, I just, I know, I don't, I, I hope I'm not speaking out of turn or out of balance no. here, but it's just like, I don't know why somebody would like, I don't know why somebody would talk to you like that. And then you have to stand there and basically take it because if you don't, somebody's going to be like, oh, well, me was this, that, and the other. And it's like, well, you can't win. Yeah. You can't win. So I don't blame you. I, 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 I can see why you'd be feeling that way. I was at um, last year's Steel City. Uh, Expo, uh, Square Circle Expo, as as Square Circle Expo in Indianapolis. Mm. Some older gentleman comes up to me with like a like a twelve year old girl. He goes, oh, "Meanie had this real life fight," and and he, start, he starts explaining to her in great detail about the the fight between me and JBL. I'm like, "Excuse me," I'm like, and he's saying it with a smile on his face, and I'm just like, "Really." I was like, "Hey, uh, my grandma died from cancer. You want to talk about that too, and and be happy about it? You know, just people have no fucking common sense. Yeah. You know, it's just, you know, he's like, oh well, they had a real and JBL really uh, did a number on him, <laughs> like right in front of me. Like I can't hear him. It's like, what the fuck, man? Who ties your shoes for you, sir? Right, right. Like why again? It's like." It's just even some of the things, again, like, I just, I don't know, man. I don't know if I've necessarily heard anything said to you, but I know that when I was with Lawler, like, people were coming up and saying all kinds of stuff, and it was like, this is, like, not the, this is not the place to talk about this stuff. This is not the place to address this. Like, this is not, not the time. Like, he's here, he's fucking drawing something, first of all, like, and you're interrupting him by saying all kinds of stupid shit, but I don't know, man. I, it's just, meanie. Yes. We have breaking news on this program. Manscaped now sells beard products. That's right. They are once again revolutionizing men's grooming with the brand new Beard Hedger Pro Kit. From a beard... It's crazy, right? From a beard trim to a fresh shave, the technology behind the Beard Hedger Pro Kit allows you to shape your signature beard with your look, meaning, because you know... 
Blue Meanie's got that specific beard look. Now you can use finally use Manscaped products to make your drapes match your carpet by going to manscaped.com and using the promo code MINDMEANIE for 20% off plus free shipping. It's time to tame your mane. No one likes a, wide, a, a weird beard, rather. So say goodbye to all your stubble trouble with Manscaped's Pro Beard Kit. Meanie, tell me about your experience so far with Manscaped's Beard Hedger Pro Kit. Well, if there's anything I'm known for besides blue hair is an amazing beard. And uh, I've spent years trying to keep it clean, keep it fresh. And uh, when I open up my package from Manscaped, all those beautiful beard care products, it was it was like something I a dream come true. Something I've been waiting all my professional beard beard care taking life. It is incredible, and that blue beard of yours is going to look great when we're back at Icons this fall, or spring rather, but even in the fall, it's going to look great when you use uh, Manscaped's Beard Hedger Pro Kit. It all starts with the Beard Hedger. This thing is a juggernaut affixing faces. This cordless trimmer has a rotary wheel that gives you 20 hair-cutting lengths, all with one guard, so no more messy drawers full of extra add-ons. That right, face grooming doesn't need to be hard. Get 20 different beard lengths with just one guard. Plus, it's waterproof, so you can shave in the shower to avoid all of that hair in the sink, which is disgusting, especially if you're hairy like me. The titanium-coated T-blade is tough on hair, but smooth on your face, leading to a single-stroke efficiency that brings satisfaction one stroke at a time. And friends, I feel like that's an innuendo somewhere. The Pro Kit doesn't end there. They have created the four dermatologist-tested formulations for your post-trim care first. There's the beard shampoo and conditioner. You need to remember that all of your hair is different so the beard hair is more coarse and easier to damage than the hair in your head. That's why this kit has made shampoo and conditioner specifically designed to moisturize, reduce ingrown hairs, replace natural oils, and promote beard hair, beard health. rather. So when Meanie is out of the ring, he can wash that beard up. And not only does it go from blue to white, it's going to look healthy, natural, and fresh. Next, the kit has Manscaped's beard oil, an essential piece for your man facial accessory. No one wants a guy whose beard is brittle and dry. The oil relieves dryness both on the beard and the skin beneath while adding a little shimmer and shine, making you look extra fine. Cap it off with the Beard Balm, a pomade that shapes, styles, moisturizes, and tames for a sculpted look to attract any fellows or dames, depending on which way you go. The Beard Pro Kit also comes with three free gifts, a beard brush, comb, and scissors to ensure your beard is ready to impress and potentially moonsault off the middle rope. So go get 20% off plus free shipping when using the promo code MINDMEANIE at manscaped.com. It's 20% off plus free shipping at manscaped.com and use promo code MINDMEANIE. Manscaped Beard Hedger, one stroke, one guard, 20 lengths. And we thank them, as always, for sponsoring the program. While you're bringing it up, shout out to uh, Jerry Lawler. Yes. Yeah. Got a mess. Broke. Yeah. Uh, it's been a rough, rough past two weeks between the passing of Lanny Poffo and um, the sudden death of Lanny Poffo, which shocked everyone. Yeah. Uh, and then, uh, you know, this past week, Jerry Lawler had a, a major stroke. Yeah. And, uh, but he's recovering, they said, and he's going to rehab. And, yeah, there's positives coming out of it, even out of a bad situation, which he, he was in. Yeah. Some positives coming out of him uh, with the stroke situation. But yeah, what a, what a bad two weeks between, you know, Lanny Poffo. Uh, that was great some, guy. That was shot like out of nowhere, it felt like. Yeah. It's, uh, he was in New York for a couple of appearances and apparently he was very, very uh, active mm-hmm. when like, media and he was out and about and all that good stuff and passes away yeah like, wow he was a great guy uh i got to do a movie with him back in the day called curse of the wolf and uh he did he was really good in it believe it or not that's awesome and it's one of those you know campy you know driving cinema type uh, action movies you know blood guns chicks kind of thing yeah but he he was he was in it and it was he was really good and just a great guy that's just hanging, you know, in between shoots, just hanging around and just shooting the shit and hold our meanie, you know, that's a bad landing. But, uh, <laughs> but yeah, that, that, t- that took me by surprise. Oh, yeah. That, that took a lot of people by surprise, but, uh, you know, rest in peace, Lanny Poffo and, uh, get well soon. Jerry Lawler, man. Yeah. Holy shit. You know, yeah. that sucked. 
Yeah, Lawler. Um, Mark and Dryden actually asked this question during uh, the They Ask Meanie segment, which we'll get to shortly. But um, now I have, you know, like I've shared on the show before, I, I had the great pleasure and honor of hanging out with Jerry Lawler all fucking day. Uh, I think it was this past November. I was at the um, Super Jersey Comic Expo. Um, I got to pick him up from the airport, and I had like an basically like an hour just to hang out with King and ask him really anything. Like I just. I asked him about Andy Kaufman. I asked him about the Paul Heyman angle. I asked him about Superman. I asked him about the Cleveland Browns. Like, just really anything that came to mind. And it was like, it was cool to have that opportunity to just, like, talk to somebody. You know, that I've, yeah. like, it just, it was cool. Like, I wasn't a mark about it, but, you know, I'm a big Andy Kaufman fan. I think the guy is was a genius. And, you know, yes. being able to talk to Lawler about that was, I mean, just a probably top top five moment, you know. And then I'm spending the day with him in this event where he's drawing and we're just shooting, the, like chatting and, you know, getting to know each other. And then I, I, you know, as I'm dropping him back off of the airport, I was just like, King, it's been like, this has been a pleasure. He's like, let me know when you're in Memphis. Like, I'll bring you over to the restaurant. We'd love, love to hang out, meet your wife and, you know, catch up more. Oh. I was like, you know, like, that's like, like, it's crazy. Right. Like just one of those moments. And then I, uh, I heard he was, I heard he had the stroke and man, it knocked me off my feet a little bit, man. It was, uh, you know, you, you, it's weird, like to think of mortality in, in, in that sense, you know, and you like, you see you're with somebody like even a couple months before or a couple weeks before a couple days before. And then the next thing you know, they're gone or they're, they're, they're injured or something happens. And it's just like, it just sucks, man. He's just such, and Travis is even saying too, it's, it's crazy to think that Jerry's been wrestling since 1970. Yeah. Like that is an insane amount. I mean, it's 50 years ago. Dude, I was born in 73. Right. It's crazy. Time so, perspective. Yeah, it just it, it's just it's absolutely unbelievable, and, and he, still looks, he still looks great. Yeah, dude, he looked, and, and that's the thing too. I want to make sure that was the other part. Thank you for reminding me. Like when I was with him, he was in incredible, like what appeared to be incredible health. Like he was just upbeat, active, aware. Like I mean, there was no there was no sense that like he was as old as he was. I, you could have thought he was probably 20, 30 years younger. And just, you know, just an unbelievable guy and, you know, hopeful, you know, best wishes to the king, you know, glad he kicked out and I'm glad that he is uh, on the path to recovery. Doctors are saying that things should be, you know, hopefully as long as everything goes well with his rehab, he should be in, in good shape. But we're, we're rooting for him here and, uh, you know, we're, we're happy that he's, uh, he's still with us, but. Um, I, I, I got to uh, have a really cool experience with Lawler back in the day. Um Joel Goodhart, who did wrestling radio here in Philly on w, uh, 94 WIP, well, 610 WIP back in the day. He had wrestling radio, and uh, he would, uh, besides running the Tri-State Wrestling Alliance, which was the precursor to ECW, he would hmm. do uh, road trips. Like, they would do a bus trip down to the Baltimore Bash or this pay-per-view, that pay-per-view. Just run a bus, buy a, a block of tickets, and uh, just go go down there uh but we would fly down to memphis uh we would get there on maybe a, a thursday and uh we would go to a, like the friday show saturday show sunday show and then monday we go to the mid-south coliseum we'd go to the channel five studio watch wrestling watch him tape the jerry lawler show which was uh you know his you know version of a talk show but he would have us you know in the audience and introduce us and uh, like before the Saturday show, uh, we would go to, might've been in Nashville, uh, fairgrounds or there's another place in Jackson, Mississippi, maybe one of those places we would stop and we would play softball against Jerry Lawler's team. And, uh, there was a guy who was um, always among us named Fran, Fran Helmsley, hmm. uh, a small, like stout, like guy uh, a little bit you know rotund but fucking character you know <laughs> and um he would put up his hair against lawler oh no shit know? and uh we would always get fucking creamed and you know lawler would have to shave his head on home plate you know so <laughs> but yeah it was just, and lawler was always super cool back then you know to us as fans and then i got to get in the business and he was super cool to me as yeah. a talent yeah so um, get well soon, Jerry. Appreciate you. There's a, uh, there's a photo floating around of me with him at this event that I've been trying to get my hands on for a couple of weeks. And, uh, what's cool is like, he, 
So not many, I don't know how many people know this, but he is like one of the largest collectors of Superman memorabilia and Coca-Cola yes. memorabilia. And he's also done work with DC. They asked him, they, they commissioned him to do um, a cover of some kind for, for Superman as like one of the big anniversaries or something, which is super cool, right? There was a guy that walked up. I wish I could remember. I'm sure I have it in my text messages, but, and, and I have some photos of it, which I might, I might post, but um, Jerry was sitting there drawing. He was doing some, you know, he, people would come over and ask him for, you know, they would get commissions. And a guy came over with a blank Superman comic book. It was like a light blue cover, I think, or like a white light blue. And there were different sketches of Superman on the front, like Neil Adams and some of the more famous uh, Superman artists. And he was like, I drove out here specifically. He's like, obviously, I know who you are from wrestling. He said, but I specifically drove out here to get you to draw Superman on this cover for me. And he was like, King was like, oh, that's incredible. You know, when we're the two of us are just sitting there staring at this book and it's like all these different artists. And like, he's like, eventually, I'm, I'm, he's, the guy was like, I'm kind of traveling the country to find these different um, Superman artists to draw uh, their variation of it. And I just, he was just so amazed by how cool this thing was. And like, you know, the, it was just, it was really cool to watch him interact with people because like you said, like he never gave that impression that he was annoyed or that he was frustrated or that he was like, I didn't want to talk about this. It, you know, like that's a really cool guy right there. That's a cool guy yeah. that, you know, and, and I just thought that was a, a pretty amazing moment. But yeah, like I said, we're, we're glad he's here and we're glad he's, he's, uh, he's kicked out and, you know, hopefully he gets, uh, he gets better soon. So, uh, but Meaning, I do have a uh, a question for you, if I may, Blue, to be so bold. <laughs> uh, and what would that be, sir? Are you ready to ask me? I would love to. Ask me something. Don't forget. Yeah, of course. Thank you. Uh, tweet us your questions using the hashtag Ask Meanie, and we will ask them. Maybe on the program, you might hear your name on the program. Lucha, our Pod Squad member, wants to know: Can I get a birthday shout out? I'm 35 today. Lucha, 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 Lucha. Happy birthday, Lucha. Yeah, of course. Happy, happy birthday. Happy, happy 35, dickhead. <laughs> <laughs> yo, yo, dickhead. Happy birthday. Uh, no, dude, I'm jealous. Yeah. 35. To be 35 again. To be young and virile again. I remember when I was 35, less than two years ago. Seems like a memory now. Uh, oh, fuck it. Then why don't <laughs> Pod Squad member Andy Schlichter wants to know, not really an Ask Meanie, but that Gorilla Monsoon podcast. Dude, yeah. let, me, uh, let me get the guy's name. Hold on. I got a... Holy shit. Give me a second here. Yeah, dude. I want to give a, a, a proper shout out. Because um, <laughs> I shared it on my Facebook. Where are we at? Okay. Uh, let me turn my... Turn down the volume. I don't want to accidentally give out his shit for free. I was going to say, I didn't mean to blow your eardrums out with the Go Birds thing either. Sorry about that. Uh, go to at the underscore Joe underscore M-A-R-O-T-T-A Marotta mm -hmm. at the underscore Joe underscore Marotta on Twitter. He is doing... <clears throat> An AI version, artificial intelligence version of a Gorilla Monsoon podcast. Uh, a lot of people who've heard this thought it was a person doing an impersonation of Gorilla Monsoon. And I have to tell him, no, that is a computer where he, I guess he fed in like clips of Gorilla Monsoon. I don't know. How, I'm still learning how AI works, but yeah. He makes it say it's like you know like fucking gorilla shooting the shit just like he's swearing and you know I, I that's when i said fuck frenchie martin you know kind of just <laughs> so many like like references like if you grew up in that area like oh my god yeah all the monsoon isms uh let me see yeah let me go to his page again uh because he's he's got a podcast too let me uh get one Here's he's got a a podcast called, you know, go to at OVP podcast, which is our viewpoint, OVP podcast and at AWM podcast. They they talk about like old WWF. Yeah. Which is pretty cool. 
it's crazy. You're talking, we're talking about AI right now. Um, Sam Krebs, the executive voice, uh, has been messing with AI stuff, and he sent me this the other day, which is just weird. Yo, what up, brah? This is Robo Adam Barnard here again to freak you out for your Friday. Freaky Friday. Yeah, I like that. Trademark it, butts Carlton proprietor. Anyway, I was like, bro, what the fuck are you doing? What kind of sorcery is this? It literally sounds just like me. Like, how did you do that? And I was, he was, he uses some program that, you know, he basically needs a stretch of your voice and inputs it. And then it basically just, you know, say whatever you wanted to say, which is. That's the kind of shit that's going to start a war. Yeah, dude. Yes. Dude, listen to this. Dude, listen to his voicemail. You know, (laughs) I was like, oh, my God, dude, I don't want to play this game anymore. I don't want to be a part of this. I'm going to shut it all down. I'm going to change my voice. Maybe I'll just maybe I'll talk like this for the rest of my life. No, dude, that was uh, the the monsoon. You were sending me clips of it the other day. I was fucking wailing. It was great. I feel like that is. (laughs) Well, the the beauty beauty of it is there are like two minute clips. Yeah, which is perfect. You don't want to stretch it out. Right. I don't know what that song is. It's I'm free to do what I want. It's uh-huh. like a cover. It's a cover of a Rolling Stone song. Yeah. But it's like the total, it would totally be perfect for a podcast song or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, my hope for this guy is once he, he, he gets all the people to his feed to want it, he's got to start stretch, stretching them out. Yeah. Like, do like monsoon Mondays or something like that. And, just, you know, put out a couple on a Monday, you know, you don't want to blow your fucking load too early with it, with the right. inside, you know, monsoonisms and stuff like, that. but like he, uh, he's working with it. He's like trying to, you know, put the voice over matches and call matches. Yeah. Which is crazy. So, yeah, shout out to him, man. Yeah. That's fucking great. I, uh, I wish I, I genuinely wish that podcasting had been around for gorilla and Bobby. Like, I think that would have been, God talk about, I I can't even imagine what the two of them would have talked about this. I could, I like my vision is just like the two of them doing a show together. Like you don't need anybody else. Just the two of them sitting in a room together, talking about anything. You read me the fucking phone book and it would have been interesting. Yeah. Especially Bobby too. You know, you know, it was so cruel that his greatest gift got taken away from him. Yeah. You know, yeah. that's why when like, there was like a, a there's like a fake Bobby Heenan on Twitter. I, I kind of fell for it because in my hopes, I was hoping it was real. Yeah. Just to hear his wit, you know, or get to read his wit you know, to see what's, you know, because I'd met him, you know, even though he couldn't talk, I, I'd met him and he, Still had look had that spark in his eye, like you know, he's still Bobby. Yeah, but this uh, that's a, how cruel life can be sometimes. You know, yeah, it's a shame. It really is. Uh, Travis wants to know: Have you ever been embarrassed or ashamed by someone in a BWO shirt, whether it's been an online video, picture, or a personal interaction? Like somebody, have I been embarrassed by somebody wearing one? Yeah. Or like, you know, like, hey, like somebody on the Dallas Cowboys is is repping the BWO, you know, and you're like, oh, I don't want to I don't want to be excited about this. Somebody from the New York. Here's a story. Uh, at one of the icons early on. There was somebody at the convention from the New York Giants, and I'm and the name escapes me right now. This is like within the last three or four years. And he walked over my table. I wasn't at my table. So I was doing something on the show and my buddy Sebastian was there and uh, the guy from the Giants bought a BWO shirt. And like, if I had seen him, I would just, you know, you know, I'm an Eagles fan, but respect, I would have gave him, I would have probably just gave him the shirt, you know? No, 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 I haven't. Nobody wearing a BWO show has done shirt has done anything to make me go, ah, fuck. Right. So I've been fortunate in that respect. Yeah. You know, <laughs> nobody wear nobody wearing a shirt during the insurrection or anything like that. <laughs> uh, God Christ. almighty. Could you imagine? Uh, <laughs> local wrestler, local Philadelphia wrestler, uh, Brian Heffron, AKA the blue meanie, uh, asked today about the insurrection shirt at the, apparently one of the members of the blue world order. What a fucking news yes. story that have been. And I'm, uh, I'm a diet, you know, I, I mean, yeah, I'm a, 
Yeah, no shit, Brian. You're a hardcore Eagles fan. I'm an Eagles fan. But, um, you know, even the Buffalo Bills kind of did the BWO, took the BWO logo, and uh, I didn't really get mad about it. I was like, you know what? I'll make shirts. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> crossed out the word blue and put Buffalo, and Slichter helped do it up for me and and put the hashtag Bills Mafia on it and sold a few. So, you know, I'm a, hey. Oh, I thought you liked Eagles. Yeah, I'm also loyal to my wallet. Bingo. So, yep. We made it a gimmick, pal. Speaking of yeah. gimmick, speaking of gimmick, while I read this next question, I just sent you something from Schlichter, which is fucking brilliant. Um, so Chunky um, Where to? Oh, I'm sorry, to your Facebook Messenger, sir. Uh okay. our friend of the show, Primetime Grape, whose hit name is now Chunky Love Juice. Disgusting. Uh, hey lads, I'm I'm back from being pretty sick the last two weeks with a new question. Oh, sorry to hear that, man. I hope you're uh hope you're feeling better. Dude, right? I told you, man. I told you. It's so fucking good. It's so good, man. Fucking Schlichter just crushes this shit, man. I love it so much. Uh, for oh. <laughs> for the pod squad, you got to see this. Just making sure I wasn't sharing any other messages. <laughs> yo, cuz. Yo, cuz. Literally, think about someone saying yo, cuz, and that's the image of the person that I think of. I got to post that and go, this needs to stop. (laughs) (laughs) This is a crime right here. Uh, Chunky Love Juice wants to know on Halloween, have you ever dressed up as a cowboy and proudly proclaimed that he is a, quote, the most rootin' booty tootin'est outlaw in the Wild East, complete with finger guns and far. I just like the detail in this question. The detail in this man's questions are just so fucking good, man. I can't. <laughs> uh, I got a fucking migraine from laughing. Yeah. I mean, not yet, but now that you said something, probably like <laughs> uh, re- read that again because I I popped on the root, root or whatever. <laughs> I'm gonna try to get through this one. On Halloween, have you ever dressed up as a cowboy <laughs> and proudly proclaimed that he's the quote most rootin? Booty tootinest outlaw in the wild east, complete with finger guns and fart noises. Uh, oh my god! I haven't, oh. but uh, now that you mention it, I should. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> just fucking walking around, just finger yeah. guns and farts. Oh my god, dude! Never, never stop sending me these questions. Like, yes. I just can't get enough of them, man. I, I never want to see them until they come out of yeah. Out of I, I want to like. I don't even want to read them until like I see his name and I just purposefully scooch right by it because I don't even want to read it until I'm on the air. Yeah. Oh, such good shit, pal. That gets a fart noise. There we go. Uh, Mark yeah. Mark and Dryden wants to know. I was watching WrestleMania 12 the other day and wondered if there was good. Yeah. Good show. Wondering if there was ever a chance, excuse me, a chance of Roddy Piper ending up in ECW for a few months. He took a hiatus from the WWF after WrestleMania 12 until September, and then he went to WCW in October. If he had ended up in ECW for a few months in the summer of 96, what could you have seen him doing? Oh, man. I think the place would have fucking come unglued just him walking down the aisle. Yeah. Just like no music, no nothing. Just, uh, walks out yeah and just fucking listen to the fucking would have been fucking amazing if that could have if that could have happened you know um i don't know what he would have done fucking bring back piper's pit or i don't know but either way it would have been amazing 96 and 96 was a good year man that was a great year ecw hard to say what he could have done but it could have been like a stone cold thing where it's let him come out and cut fucking promos. You know? Well, I'm sure Paul could have figured something out for him. I like, oh, I could everything. I dude. I, also too, if you haven't seen that fucking promo, they did on Monday night raw with Cody Rhodes and Paul Heyman, go out of your way to fucking check that shit out. That was flawless, but yeah. I could not imagine. I couldn't imagine what just the possibilities are endless with Roddy. Who would you, have liked to have seen him work with in the, in the locker room at that time. Uh, sorry. That's not the response I was looking for, but <laughs> that's okay. uh, it is fair timing on your part, sir. Yeah. Sorry about that. Uh, I should have, should have, should have thought ahead on that one. 
Nah, it's early. It's early. <laughs> um, you know, our top guy was Shane, so he would mm. probably have to do something with Shane Douglas. The, the, just the promos between those two would probably have been great. Yeah. And it might, might sound like the easy answer, but it's the best answer because have him come in and, uh, you know, it was, I think Mick was gone by then. Mick, him and Mick would have been good, but I think Mick was already off to the WWE by that mm. point. You know, Roddy and Shane, why not? Yeah. Uh, lend a, lend lend a little bit of credibility, you know, or have fucking Piper and Funk. Man. I mean, how, how fucking great would that have been? Two fucking lunatics. Yeah, dude. Yeah, I feel and like I mean that in the most endearing way when I say lunatic. But I feel like Piper could have like. So I feel like a lot of times when he was doing promos in WWF or even in WCW, the chain was on a little bit. You know, like I feel like Paul would have just been like. Say whatever the fuck you want. You know, like, I feel like that's what have been just go out there and, and do your thing. Be you. So yep. a, a program between him and Funk. I don't know if I necessarily would want to have seen him with anybody like a super physical person, like maybe Taz, because I don't necessarily think that would have been his style. But I feel like Shane definitely is is the right answer there. Um, oh, promo wise and everything. And Shane being one of the top heels. Yeah. You know, why not? Yeah, that shit would have been crazy good. Um, watch him slap a sleeper hold on Francine or something like that. <laughs> yeah, dude. Oh, I love man. Francine. I I'm not saying anything bad, but yeah, you know, she's one of my best friends, but like in, in the, in the character way, you know, right. right. Put a, put a sleeper on her and just, you know, Shane goes to make the save and he, he scoots out and he get the bagpipe music, you know? Yeah, <laughs> man, that would have been uh that would have been crazy good, man. And what else is yeah. crazy good is doing this program with you every single week. Uh, another fantastic episode here of Mind of the Meanie. Uh, thank you to the pod squad. Oh, wait, Travis says Piper and Raven could have been interesting. Let's explore that for a minute. Oh, absolutely. Uh, I think they're very familiar with each other because uh, Raven started his career early on in Portland. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, Piper has mad. Piper loved the Portland territory to the fact that when WWE was running a show in Portland and uh, Pacific Northwest wrestling was running. Don Owens was wrestling the same night. He, instead of doing a WWF show, he did the Portland show. Wow. Yeah. Head to head with WWE against WWE in the same night. So crazy. And nothing, there was no big hullabaloo about it. Wow. Yeah. So, yeah, him and Raven would have been good, too. Yeah. Yeah, we definitely would have enjoyed seeing that. Um, Absolutely. But to get back to my original statement, thank you, sir, for your patronage and your your thoughts on uh, the world's events every single week. But more importantly, the most important question is, where can people keep up with you when they're not listening to this show? If you would like to follow the Blue Meanie on all forms of social media, Facebook, Twitter, TikTok, and Instagram, at Blue Meanie BWL. Uh, support the Blue Meanie if you want like to support the Blue Meanie. Eventually, I'll do one of these ad reads where I don't fucking correct myself on the fly. But uh, if you would like to support the Blue Meanie, go to ProWrestlingTees.com slash Blue Meanie. Uh, if you would like to support Mind of the Meanie, go to ProWrestlingTees.com slash Mind of the Meanie. Uh, Collar and Elbow, the wrestling brand. Go to CollarandElbowBrand.com. Use coupon code Meanie. You save 10%. But you can also support... Also support Mind of the Meanie by using coupon code MIND. So go to ColinElbowBrand.com, use coupon code MEANIE or coupon code MIND and save 10%. Uh, MadcatBeerCare.com, uh, go over there and get yourself some of the Blue Spruce Beard Oils and Bombs. Uh, my boy Josh Thornton is doing a great job over there. All proceeds go to take care of the cats. He rounds them up, uh, takes them to the vet, gets them in tip-top shape, and uh, yeah, he's doing great work over there at madcatbeercare.com. Shout-out to my boy Jim Nelson over at glaciersofice.com. Jim made a 3 of 3 only handmade custom BWO Air Jordan 1 sneaker for Stevie Nova and myself. Each pair takes Jim about 50 hours per pair to make. Uh, follow him on all social medias at G-O-I kicks uh that's goi kicks all forms of social, social media you get to see 
uh, some great behind the scenes photos and videos of him making these wonderful, wonderful shoes. Uh, cameo.com slash blue mini BWO for birthdays, holidays, and well wishes Go over to cameo.com slash blue mini BWO. Get yourself a, uh, a video message from yours truly. Let's, uh, let's have fun and, uh, try to make somebody's day a little bit better, but most importantly, Mr. Bernard, where can we find you? I appreciate you, sir. Thank you very much. You can find me on all of my social media, uh, outlets. You can find me on Instagram, Twitter, TikTok which I'm barely on in Mastodon, at This Is Goober. Yes, it's my handle. No, I'm not changing it. It's a brand, pal. You can also check out my other show, Foundation Radio, by going to foundationradio.net and check out all my interviews uh, and commentary there. You can also check out my new show on the Premier Streaming Network. It's called The Wrestling Hour. We're up to episode five already. It features my conversation recently with Brian Myers of the Major Wrestling Figure Podcast about his event that's happening tonight. Uh, which will be two days ago while you're listening to this. But go and check that out at uh, premierstreamingnetwork.com. Brothers Gatter is also releasing uh, my very first anything merch-wise with the Adam Barnard Wrestling Buddy. I'm just awaiting the prototypes to come in, and then we will put out information about where you can pick them up, uh, as well as my single, and as well as the uh, Mind of the Meanie 2-pack with uh, yours truly and Blue. So go check them out at brothersgatter.com and check out everything they have right now, including the G.G. Allen Wrestle Buddy which is fucking amazing. Uh, you can go to the <laughs> Feinberg Method. Uh, work with my trainer, Brad Feinberg. Uh, use promo code Goober and save up to 20% on your purchases, uh, physical and mental well-being, thefeinbergmethod.com, and tell them that Goober sent you. Go again, like meaning said, go to prowrestlingtees.com slash mind of the meaning. Keep the lights on here at Casa de Meanie and at the Barnard Home for Wayward and Troubled Youth. Patreon.com slash Mind of the Mean. You can watch us record this early and ad-free every single week. Shout out to our sponsors at Manscaped and the rest of the sponsorships through the show. Meanie, I want to thank you again. We can go ahead and say go birds. Good go or bad. Bird. Good or bad, go birds. And you will tell by the intonation of our voices and our tweets on Monday how things went at the Super Bowl. Yeah. So for the Blue Meanie, I'm Adam Bernard. Join us again each and every week as we take a trip to the mind. Of the meaning. Peace. Blue World Order. This episode of Mind of the Meanie was recorded and produced by Adam Barnard and was engineered by Carl Pinnell. Additional production and narration provided by Sam Kreps. Our executive producers are Josh Chernoff, Adam Barnard, and the Blue Meanie. Our opening theme is performed by the Swamp Candles. Our closing theme is performed by Chikara. The show contains original music produced by Enrichment. Get additional bonus content by becoming our patron on Patreon at patreon.com slash mindofthemeanie. And follow us on Twitter and Instagram at mindofthemeanie. This has been a Butts Carlton Media Production in conjunction with the MLW Radio Network. Butts Carlton Proprietor. That was Blue Millie's brain out. The world of MLW Radio never stops.